0: Welcome to the Archer and Armstrong Production Journals. I am your co-executive producer, Jeffrey Bridges, and I am joined by... Me, Susan Bridges. Co-executive producer as well. Yeah. Never likes to introduce herself. It's fine. And today we are joined by the voice of Obadiah Archer, Mr. Paul Brueggemann. Hello, Paul. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Very succinct, that Paul. That's right. I say I say things Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes into a microphone,
1: as someone else. Right. When I have things to read.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Reading is good, too. say. (laughs) Words.
1: (laughs) I'm actually reading off a script right now, so.
0: (laughs) It only sounds live. He's that good of an actor. So
2: good. So good.
1: Act nervous.
2: Oh, oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, joy that you got to have in playing... The, uh, boy, I don't even, what's the word for Archer? He's, he's He's very unique. He's just, I love him to death. He's great. And, um, well, what, what was that like for you?
1: Playing him? Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I, like with the table reads, uh, that we did beforehand, um, it was really interesting to see where, where I was going to be able to take the character. And I had read, i had read the Michelangelo code. Uh, a couple times before before actually recording, so I would know what was going on and you know where it was headed. Sure. Um, so even even the studying part was fun, but then getting to record this wacky, unique—I don't even know how to, to how to describe <laughs> him—religious, um, uh, naive character was was super fun and something that I'd never really really done before. Because he is unique and he, he has his own uh, persona and something that, you know, you don't see very often in a character.
0: Yeah, he has a very um, unique way of, of speaking. And, <laughs> well, and right. Mm-hmm. He
2: has a very odd upbringing. Yes. And also right. he's kind of a badass. At the yeah, same
0: time. Yeah, yeah. He's like a yeah. super polite badass.
1: So. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And um, uh, I don't
0: really know what else to say about it. Other than, I can't wait for people to hear it. Well, uh, he's got a very, um, he sort of makes up his own swear words um, and phrases. Yeah. As he goes, things that he thinks sound absolutely terrible, but everyone else, you know, it's good comic relief because they're, you know, like flipping bullcorn, which is my favorite one. That one, um, yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> well, yeah, you get, you're you the one who gets to deliver such great lines like that. So Flipping
1: um, Bullcorn.
0: <laughs> just like that. Yeah, he's got a very unique flavor to him that that not mm-hmm. really any other characters I can even think of like through all of comics really have. He's, he's sort of right. all alone on his own there.
2: Well, and really he kind of he goes through a really good arc too through these mm-hmm. cuz you know, he feels like he's got this this great conviction for what he's doing and then it all kind of gets turned on its head.
1: Right, right. That foundation that he's, you know, he's lived 18 years under this under the under the archers and all of a sudden he meets these other people and these other situations start happening to where all of this stuff where he thought was was correct all gets turned on its head and the foundation kind of starts to crack. And so he's second-guessing a lot and um, trying to figure things out for his own.
2: And I think, you know, as a young person too, and he's kind of like trying to figure out where what his convictions are, you know, versus what he's been raised with. Right. And it's all very interesting. Yeah,
1: and the the whole... Uh, Reverend Archer and all them um, they have a very unique way of thinking and so when you when you face when you um, put that that view against the rest of the world it just kind of it's very very uh, a sharp contrast between the two and that's kind of a, a shock to Obadiah Archer um, as he Enters the real world,
2: right? While playing against Armstrong, who's completely right. the opposite of him right. in like every single way.
1: He who must not be named,
0: right? That's what makes them so great as a pair, you know? They very, exactly they play off each other so well.
1: And even even later on in Beyond the Michelangelo Code, there's still even though Archer is is finding new things and um believing new things, he still has those those moments with um, uh, Armstrong that are just. Totally different ways of of looking at at things.
0: Yeah, they they go together so great. They're just like peanut butter and jelly. It's awesome. (laughs) But um, Archer has a lot of uh, fights through these four episodes. He's Uh uh, kicking ass a whole lot. Uh And um, so uh, how much fun is it to get to grunt into a microphone over and over again? You know, (laughs) let me tell you,
1: I actually recorded those lines at a dojo. Um, I have one up the street. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, that... It's nothing from what I haven't done before. I think the only difference was before all the Walla and all the, the fighting sounds was the, the description of what he's doing. Yes. He has this, I don't, know, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about this, but he, he has this way of presenting what he's going to do in his head, yep. but it's not in his head. <laughs> comes to find out later on <laughs> that he's actually speaking out loud yes <laughs> so he he says this this fighting style that he's about to do and then he does it and the one of the things that I that I found doing walla is that it's hard to you know it's it's acting so it's you know acting is reacting and so what I did was look up like you know Jason Bourne fight scenes on YouTube and then react along with Matt Damon to whatever he was doing. Nice. And so I hope that turned out well, but that's that's what I did. And that I thought was a lot of fun.
0: So just picture in your head while you're listening that Archer's thinking he's, you know, Jason Bourne. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah.
2: And actually it sounds really cool. It so, does. I mean. Awesome. You're going to love it. You will. Trust You us. haven't heard it yet. No. I know, because we're monsters and we haven't. <laughs> it's super great. It to anyone, But yeah, it sounds awesome.
0: So yeah, um, The um, people who are familiar with the comic know, um, as you mentioned, that Archer, um, when he uses his different martial arts skills, these little uh, sort of caption boxes come up that tell you what it is. And Mm -hmm. they give you like a brief definition, which sometimes get interrupted in the middle when he gets hit or something like that. And so we Mm -hmm. thought uh, we really loved those in the comic and we wanted to try to preserve those. So for the audio version, uh, you find out that Archer's, you know, narrating these things as he does them. And um, there's a lot of tough to pronounce words in there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep, <laughs> which which produced a lot of awkward moments for me during the table reads, because I didn't know how to say things.
0: <laughs> pancreation? Pan, pan what? Right? Yeah, I, I had to go look some of these things up. I'm like, what is this one? I don't even know. And I go, I'm like, uh-huh. learning all of this stuff. It's very educational, this show. So That's mm-hmm. right. Fighting styles from across the world.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. You'll learn what they sound like, not what they <laughs> look like. <laughs> right. But...
0: Strangely, they all sound like punches and kicks. They a do. Weird, right? <laughs> they do. A they all sound bit. like Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like Matt Damon. <laughs> Across the four episodes, what was the most fun thing that you got to do uh, with Archer? Oh gosh. Um,
2: he didn't know there'd be a quiz. Uh oh.
0: <laughs> you didn't study.
2: <laughs>
1: you didn't tell me. <laughs> um, the I think. Like Susan, you said earlier, the, the whole arc of his story is uh, is really interesting. And I liked um, kind of finding those balances in like the roller coaster of his story. Um, like he's got, he's so confident at the beginning and then mm-hmm. he's, you know, questioning at the end. And that was a lot of fun to uh, to dive into and, and figure out what was going on in his, in his head um, through, the, through all four episodes. Because it's 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 a not a drastic change, but there are some changes from episode to episode right. uh, of how he's acting and how he's re, uh, um, responding to different things.
2: And it's interesting because he like I feel like every person goes through that that stage where they realize wait maybe everything my parents taught me you know <laughs> maybe they're not as very mm-hmm. good people or you find out well things i don't as know that everyone older. goes
0: through the stage of thinking maybe my parents aren't very good people
2: i'm just well, saying like you find <laughs> well, your out world things gets challenged yeah your world oh, yeah. gets challenged and Definitely. i mean obviously not everyone finds out their parents are actually evil cult leaders but my <laughs> <Thank> goodness <laughs> but yeah, yeah there's things you find out or your experiences where you're like oh hey yeah um things aren't the way i thought they were and that's very universal
1: exactly True. yeah
0: was it tough to sort of play that that breakdown as it went because like as you say through each episode he gets a little bit more unsure as a little bit more of his beliefs mm-hmm. become unravelled and so uh was it harder to put that extra uncertainty into his voice as things went on? Uh
1: no, not necessarily because you know like I said I had read the the comics and beyond Michelangelo code so I know where he was going and so um it was since I had that in my mind, I knew where it was going to go, and it wasn't as difficult as if I were to just to do a cold read of each episode. That makes sense. If that, if that makes sense, yeah.
0: You did your homework, and it helped. I, I did a little bit, yeah. Well, I got real excited
1: when I when I got the part. I would hope. So I did, I did a lot of research. I I got, went and got the comics
0: and read them. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Did you ever dream that one day you'd be the official voice of a comic book superhero?
1: No, no. And that's, that's super intimidating. And I didn't think about it until I started listening to the other production journals with Jack or uh, Philip Weber and Barbara and realizing that, you know, these are, this is the first time you're going to actually hear these characters. And it's, I didn't think about that before, (laughs) before I started recording. And so now that it's out there. I can't change anything and it's kind of intimidating and but I'm really excited to see how it come out how, how it comes out and how, how it's um, taken.
0: Yeah, that's that's true because this is the first um, outside of comic books adaptation of any of Valiant's characters. So yeah. um, you know, they've got a bunch of movies coming down the line and I think they're planning an Archer and Armstrong movie, but you are the first person to ever play him. So that performance you know, right. c- will be compared to yours, so no pressure. Yeah.
2: We uh, aim to uh, overwhelm you. and terrify you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad we're talking
1: about this after I've, I've recorded. <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Now go record. Yeah. That would have been worse. Yeah.
1: That
0: would have been terrible. <laughs> Archer would have just been extra terrified in every line. He was, oh. Exactly.
1: Yeah, well, that requiring. could have
2: worked. In some <laughs> spots. Yes.
1: Yeah, but he's he's more confident um, That's true. than anything else, I think. He has a lot of convictions, right? Right.
0: Did you find it weird to um, play through these sort of? I wouldn't say there's like love scenes or anything, but there's definitely uh, there's like Mm -hmm. romantic bits between him and Mary Maria, and yet they're also kind of siblings, but adopted siblings, and then he kind of has these (laughs) romantic feelings for her, and that's a little weird.
1: Yeah, it's a Luke and Leia kind of situation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, It wasn't so. I mean, as far as the the romantic. Uh, aspect of it it wasn't so hard I just got married and so I know you know what that you know first like the honeymoon phase feels like and so I was kind of riding on the waves of that Um, as far as the whole sibling aspect uh, I have you know I have a sister so it's I don't you know love her like I love my wife which is good (laughs) but so I mean I guess it's it was difficult to find the balance because it's very you know it's still love, but what kind of love is it? And um, just and they care about each other between. very much, right? That's
0: true? And they both got deluded and duped. So
2: yep, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yep. And Mary Maria, she didn't find out till later, but you know.
0: Right, but then yeah. she's the one who finds out that. You know, Archer was also adopted and tries to tell him that later. And But then, this right. is, you know, oh, nothing goes as planned. And so that's they have a rough, yeah. rocky. Uh, and
2: she's a badass, too.
0: Yes, there's a lot of badasses yeah. in the show. She's yeah, she's awesome. What was the most difficult part then? You find out what was the most fun and, and you know, it wasn't right. too hard for you to sort of uh, project him along his arc. So was there a scene that was really, really tough to get through or something like that? Um well, I
1: don't know how much I can talk about it. But there's a scene where something tragic happens and yes. um well, Archer You can
2: talk about it. I mean the, the comic, comic has out out been out for a few long but time. That's true, but
1: I don't I don't know how many people are gonna, you know, read the comics before and I don't know. So can I talk <laughs> about can I talk about Sister Tommy? Sure. Is that okay? Yeah. So Sister Tommy is, is dying and um Archer is is realizing that all this, you know, stuff is falling down and uh, falling down around him as far, not literally, but, you know, (laughs) walls are falling, Yeah, figuratively walls are falling down and he's just figuring all this stuff out and there was a lot of emotion involved in that scene and um, it was difficult for me to find where he stood and um, what he was thinking in that moment, even though, um, you know, obviously someone's dying and that's sad, but there's also this, shattering of your reality and um figuring out things about himself in all those lines and so I think that was probably the most difficult was trying to find a way to um to project those emotions in the lines
0: Mm -hmm. does it kind of wreck you to have to dig up that sort of heavy emotional stuff
1: I mm, personally not I haven't had that happen so it was you can't something died in your no. arms, Paul.
0: you haven't lived.
1: <laughs> um, so I don't know. it was all, all emotional scenes are always draining, and so that scene um left me wanting to take a nap. <laughs> so <laughs> fair enough, so I guess, yeah, I guess it was hard in that respect because it was it was draining, right um to have to dig up emotions and try to. Um, it's a, it's acting, it's false, so it's not real, but it's still, you want to, um, how am I saying this? Um,
0: well, it's, it's, it's acting, so it's not real, but you have to come from a place of strength right, to make exactly. it believable. So you have to, you have to feel. Exactly. Yeah. You know, going yeah. you're it. still
1: feeling, but it's not for a long period of time, but it still does make that, that impact on you.
0: Yeah. It can knock you out a little bit. Yeah. Well, um, are there other projects that you have going on right now that you'd like to uh, let people know about or other things you're working on that are out there in the world?
1: Well, you know, there's this one show that I'm working on with this thing called Pendant. Uh, it's called Seminar. Uh, and I'm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know
0: what that is. I've uh, <laughs> never this, heard of it. This, it's what? an anthology
1: <laughs> show.
2: Stop it!
0: <laughs> See, I'm g- giving him the opportunity to talk
1: about it. Right, oh, okay. right. Yeah, come on, yes. Susan. Um, fine <laughs> it's an anthology show
2: I guess I'll allow this with uh, okay. short
1: stories <laughs> and I have the privilege to be able to produce slash direct the 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 full show and yeah. you can find that on the website on pendentario.com
0: it's a Parsec award winning show too three. three times that's true that's very true yes
1: yeah so that's that's pretty much all I'm working on as far as media but I don't I don't have any other projects that I'm working on
0: well, we keep you busy enough with that yeah, one, I think, yeah. probably. And between that and Archer and Armstrong, you know, your plate's been pretty good. Yep. Cool, so. I'm happy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and where can you be found on the internets?
0: On the internets?
1: Um, you know what? I don't know my handle on Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I rem- You know what? I did remember it, but then you changed it a couple of times. I, yeah. And then...
1: I, okay, hold on. It's Susan's checking right now. <laughs> I'm gonna look it's Polly B. Jr. It's uh, Jr. spelled out. So at yeah. Polly B. Jr., and you'll see a little picture of Archer there. Yep, there yep. it is. Yep, and um, I think that's it. I mean,
0: Facebook, but...
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, oh, Facebook, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, do you have any uh, other final thoughts or anything else you'd like to share about the, uh, the, the great journey that you got to take Archer on? Uh, I'm just really excited for people to hear it. Um,
1: I had a lot of fun playing... Uh, Archer, And I thank you guys for for casting me and uh, Fred Van Lente for a great story. And just the people at Valiant for for all the stuff they do.
0: Awesome. Paul is tremendous as Archer. You're going to fall in love with him. And you will be hearing him soon in Archer and Armstrong, The Michelangelo Code, the audio drama. Woo! Woo!